0: Good morning and welcome to Holy Trinity Lutheran Church this morning. Uh, Although we are virtually gathered here today, we do want to see one another and so in this Zoom gathering we invite you at this moment uh, to go up into the right corner of your screen uh, to the gallery view feature so there's a button that should say either speaker view or gallery view depending on what you're already in and so you should make sure you're in gallery view where you can see everybody on your screen and let's just quickly as we um, Greet one another like we would while we're in service, greet one another in the Zoom. So scroll through the pages there, give, give folks a wave, say hello, good morning. Welcome to this worship service this morning. As we welcome one another and wave to one another, we want to let you know that you are welcome at Holy Trinity, no matter who you are or where you're from, no matter the color of your skin or who you love or marry no matter your gender identity, your age, your ability, your documentation status, or even how you feel about organized church or religion. We hope that even as we are virtually gathered, that this is a place, this is a moment where you can experience God's presence in your life, where you can experience God's mystery anew. We also wanna let you know that during this service, uh, we encourage you to stay muted. So um, it helps with uh, just having one speaker Uh, have their um, microphone unmuted at a time unless we're um, indicated or led by the worship leader to unmute uh, together. And so uh, I'll encourage you at this point, if you're not already muted, to go to the lower left-hand corner of your screen in the Zoom screen and make sure that the microphone button has a little red line through it. And so with those Zoom tips, with all of us waved to one another and greeted one another this morning, we will continue now with our gathering hymn. of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also... Let us pray. Faithful God, Most merciful judge, you care for your children with firmness and compassion. By your Spirit, nurture us who live in your kingdom, that we may be rooted in the way of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior
1: and Lord. Amen. A reading from Genesis. Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran, he came to a certain place and stayed there for the night because the sun had set. Taking one of the stones of the place, he put it under his head and lay down in that place. And he dreamed that there was a ladder set up on the earth, the top of it reaching to heaven. And the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. And the Lord stood beside him and said, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you. And to your offspring. And your offspring shall be like the dust of the earth, and you shall spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And all the families of the earth shall be blessed in you and in your offspring. Know that I am with you, and will keep you wherever you go, and will bring you back to this land, for I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Then Jacob woke up from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid, and he said, How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. So Jacob rose early in the morning, and he took the stone that he had put under his head and set it up for a pillar and poured oil on top of it. He called that place Bethel. Word of God, word of life, Thanks be to God.
2: Lord, you have searched me out. Oh Lord, you have known me.
3: You know my sitting down and my rising up. You discern my thoughts from afar,
2: You trace my journeys and my resting places, And are acquainted with all my ways.
3: Indeed, there is not a word on my lips, But you, O Lord, know it all together.
2: Compass me behind and before, and lay your hand upon me.
3: Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain to it.
2: Where can I go then from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence?
3: If I climb up to heaven, you are there. If I make the grave my bed, you are there also.
2: If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea,
3: even there your hand will lead me. And your right hand hold me fast
2: If I say, surely the darkness will cover me And the night around me turn to night
3: Darkness is not dark to you The night is as bright as the day Darkness and light to you are both alike
2: Search me out, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my restless thoughts.
3: Look well whether there be any wickedness in me, and lead me in the way that is everlasting.
4: A reading from Romans. So then, brothers and sisters and siblings, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear but you have received a spirit of adoption. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is that very spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if, in fact, we suffer with Christ, so that we may also be glorified with Christ. and will obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning in labor pains until now, and not only the creation, but we ourselves. We have the first fruits of the Spirit, groaning inwardly while we wait for adoption, the redemption of our bodies. For in hope we were saved, Now hope that is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what is seen? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God.
5: holy gospel according to Matthew glory to you O Christ Jesus put before the crowds another parable the kingdom of heaven is compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field but while everyone was asleep an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away so when the plants came up and bore grain then the weeds appeared as well And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, Collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and went into the house, and his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. Jesus answered, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man, the field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and evildoers, and they will be thrown into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Let anyone with ears listen." The Gospel of the Lord.
6: Praise Thanks to you,
5: Christ. Christ. During this pandemic, where have you found sacred space? That's the question that a small group leader asked on Tuesday in yet another online class. And my first response was, nowhere. Everything's chaotic. Our home is full of people and pets, and I can't worship at church anymore. And that's the big one, because Sunday morning worship at Holy Trinity is not only sacred, it's my happy place. But their answers surprised me because the places named were unexpected, One person said his office had become a sacred to him now, a quiet place to get away and rest, even though he's working. Another one said her front stoop has become holy ground, where she sits regularly to greet her neighbors. And prior to the pandemic, she had never sat outside just to rest and commune with others. And my friend told me that he realized recently that his therapist's office is sacred. Sure, he's able to meet online to get the support that he needs, but he misses the sacred space, a place set apart both physically and emotionally to tend and care for himself. In today's reading from Genesis, we revisit Jacob, who has just stolen the birthright from his brother. Jacob tricked his blind father into thinking that he was his older brother, Esau, so Jacob got the blessing of the firstborn instead of his brother. His brother is M-A-D. So Jacob, like his, with his mother's help, left their home and headed toward Haran, the birthplace of his grandfather Abraham. And when he stopped to rest for the night, God met Jacob in a dream. And when he woke from sleep, Jacob said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. How awesome is this place! This is none other than the house of God. In the part of the story that we read today, Jacob is alone and running away from his past and uncertain about his future. And it is here, in Jacob's most vulnerable moment, that God speaks to Jacob for the first time saying, I am the Lord, the God of Abraham, and the God of your father Isaac. Now the word Lord, Yahweh, is a new name for God, given to Jacob in this dream. And the Lord goes on to give Jacob the promise that Jacob had already received from his father Isaac, the promise that was first given to Abraham, a promise of land and offspring and blessing. But then God goes on to promise Jacob even more. Know that I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. This new promise is not tied to space, but is rooted in relationship. Now, thanks to a popular folk song, I always thought that this dream was about Jacob climbing Jacob's ladder, trying to get closer to God, but no, God comes to Jacob, stands right there by Jacob's side and says, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go. Immediately when Jacob wakes up, he knows that the Lord is with him in this unexpected place of rest. Not only in the temple, not only in the land promised to Abraham, but right here in this space where he rested his head on a rock. Jacob took that rock, poured oil over it, and marked it as holy, and called the place Bethel, which means the house of God. Jacob's heart was opened in a dream to see God in that unexpected place, yet God was with him all along, and he didn't even know it. How awesome is that? God meets us in unexpected places too, even if we don't recognize the presence of the Holy One among us sometimes. Some unexpected and sacred places that I've noticed the presence of God recently include my my morning walks that have become sacred space and time for me, especially when I see God's love through my neighbors who are wearing masks and keeping their distance. I seen it this past week at the bedside of someone who is hospitalized and alone, afraid for their future and holding pain from their past. I experienced sacredness in their story shared with this trusted chaplain. And I've also experienced sacredness or sacred place and time at my son's baseball games even though they're, in a they're currently like in this frustrating losing streak, I look forward to the sacred ritual of watching a game in the sun, seeing young men play and laugh together with parents who never give up hope and are always cheering them on. The Holy One is with us wherever we go. If only we'd open our eyes to see and hear God's blessing in the most unexpected places and parts of our lives. Sometimes it's just too hard to recognize God's presence among us or to recognize ourselves as holy and beloved by God. Like Jacob, we run from our past and worry about our future. So one place that I've been going to recently to remind myself of God's love and blessing isn't a place at all. It's a podcast. In April, a pastor named Nadia started a podcast called The Confessional. And during this sacred time, she listens to people's stories. Now at the beginning of each podcast, she says, I'm Nadia Boltzweber, and you stepped into The Confessional. It's like a car wash for your shame and secrets. Today, I talk to someone who, and each week it's someone different. Someone who tried to ignore her truth, but despite her best efforts, it showed up in her life in surprising and harmful ways. Someone who had a God hates fag sign put in her hand when she was just five years old. Her family is known internationally for saying hateful things to people, She's come to a new understanding of God and life through someone else's compassion toward her on Twitter. Someone who ran away at 13, got arrested, hurt everyone they loved, and yet whose story unfolded in beautiful and surprising ways. After each person shares their story filled with pain and searching for their own sacred places in life, Nadia gives them a blessing. And it is this part of the podcast that is most meaningful to me as a listener. Because I always identify in some way with each person's story and the yearning to be seen and known and loved. Nadia takes their story and writes a unique blessing for them, and as she speaks, it's as if God herself is saying, I see you, all of you, and I love you anyway. I have never left your side. Know that I am with you always, and know that I am with you and will keep you wherever you go, is the blessing spoken to Jacob, even though he, he was someone who tricked his own father. Someone who was on the run fearing for his own life. Someone who likely worried about his future. Jacob receives a never-ending promise from God saying, I see you, all of you, and I love you anyway. I have never left your side. So now, dear listeners, I invite you to receive this blessing. Child of God, you are seen, known, and loved by the God of Abraham and Sarah, the God of Isaac and Rebekah, the God of Jacob, Leah, and Rachel. The God who promised them land and offspring and blessing blesses you with life and love. The Lord stands right beside you during all of life's ups and downs. God sees you. Who are seeking your own spouse as Jacob did. God sees you whose physical or mental health is off-balance and longing for healing. God sees you who are afraid, lonely, angry, or hopeless. God knows your greatest joys and deepest pains and loves you anyway. Receive this promise like Jacob did, from the Holy One who is with you in your dreams and in your journey into an unknown future. May you find sacred places and times to rest in God's presence, even in the most unexpected and surprising times. Amen. Amen.
3: He heard the voice he scarcely knew of one whom none can see. I will protect and be with you, and you must trust in me.
2: Our forebears God grants us to share the
3: Our Savior's promise makes us strong to face the barren ways Our bitterness is turned to sorrow.
7: Let me
0: once again welcome everyone here to Holy Trinity Lutheran Church this morning. We are so grateful you have found us here on Zoom, and uh, we invite you to come back week after week, as this is going to be our normal for the time being. During our worship uh, in this virtual age, we have found that using um, the coffee hour after church is a great time to connect with one another, and we've also found that Um, sometimes staying on Zoom after a a worship service and coffee hour, and then we plan these forums, we've decided to shorten those down to just a half an hour. So today's Small Bites Forum is going to be just following the coffee hour from 1045 to 1115. I'll be leading it today and the topic today that we'll be covering is do you have to support defunding the police in order to be anti-racist? So it's kind of a a provocative question but hopefully we'll come to an answer together. Next week as well, we have another uh, forum. It's going to be on uh, Johann Sebastian Bach and it's titled, Why is Bach one of the most famous Lutherans of all time? So I invite you to stick around uh, after next week's service as well for that forum, that Small Bites forum. Also, if you look at our page online, it's htchicago.org forward slash news. Uh, that's where you can find all of our events and announcements that are coming up and actually this next week uh starting next sunday we have quite a few events coming up so i'm just going to hit a few of these um like i said next sunday we have the the forum on bach and then on monday the 27th the HDLC book group is going to be meeting um, so that information is there on the webpage. then on tuesday the 28th there's two opportunities one to be uh Joining in with the Fiber Arts Group, if you're a knitter, a crocheter, whatever you'd like to work with, with your hands, um, you can do that together uh, via Zoom, as well that night there's a service opportunity to serve at the Lakeview Pantry. And then the week following on August 4th, uh, the first Tuesday of every month is our uh, anti-racism ministry meetings, and so everyone is invited to join us for those Zoom meetings, um, and we would encourage you to, to turn out. We're doing some great things. Uh, We're in the middle of a two-year covenant with our synod team, which means that we are doubling down on our ministry work when it comes to anti-racism ministry. And so we encourage this to be a ministry of the entire church. So everyone is invited to join us there on August 4th. All of that information can be found at htchicago.org forward slash news. During this time in the service following the announcements is generally when we would also be passing the plate around to collect an offering. And obviously we're not here in person to do that, but we do have a virtual plate to pass around. It's called Venmo. Um, and so I encourage you, if you do have the Venmo app, there's an opportunity there to uh, make an offering. You can even make a loose offering and our loose offerings today will be going towards One North, one North Side, one of the uh, power organizations here in the city that we work with to achieve real justice, real systemic justice here in our city and beyond. So that is where our loose offerings will be going to. Uh, We just want to thank everyone though for your continued generosity during this time of pandemic. Uh, We know that this has caused a lot of changes in a lot of our life circumstances and the continued generosity of everyone here at Holy Trinity has just been uh, such an honor and inspiration to us here uh, as as your faith leaders. And so we're grateful for it and we just want to make sure to say thank you over and over again for the continued generosity of everyone during this time. And now we are going to conclude this time of announcements and offering with a faith story. And so we've been hearing a lot of faith stories during this time while we've been uh, gathering virtually and today uh, is gonna be a great one, I know. It's gonna be shared by Joel Cruz. And so Joel, I invite you to uh, unmute and uh, the floor is yours.
7: Thank you. It said that Martin Luther exasperated by the commotion his six children made around the house muttered jesus said that to inherit the kingdom of heaven we must become his little children my god do we have to become such idiots now i don't know why he had such an outburst by all accounts he was a loving father was it saturday night and he has to finish his sunday sermon or maybe it was a situation much like ours where the plague forced families to stay locked up indoors, waiting out the epidemic. Regardless, reading between the lines, we can see some hint of frustration that the learned Dr. Luther, professor of theology, translator of the Bible, should have to set aside his learning to discover a new approach to faith. I came from the conservative evangelical world, where the Bible was seen more as a book of answers and questions. Where certainty was paramount, and we were trained to argue literally chapter and verse to have a ready answer to everything. But for all the richness of the scriptures, prepackaged answers could not tackle life's existential crises, such as struggling with same sex attraction or dealing with cancer or how to maintain your faith in the isolation and uncertainty of a global pandemic. I'm reminded of something that a good friend told me many, many years ago, that the theologian will grasp a vision of heaven and then describe it like a scientist with cold precision and certainty. But the artist will see heaven and describe it in poetry. In the end, it's a matter of perception. Lately, the challenges of life, of human and animal pain, of climate change, of the question of where is God in the midst of suffering, have led me to rethink my views of God and the world. Abandoning the celestial Superman, the bearded muscle daddy of Michelangelo's creation, a God above us who controls all things like marionettes. I've embraced what Pastor Craig once quoted as deep incarnation, the presence of God that infuses every atom, every cell of creation and loves and suffers alongside the consequences of its freedom or in the most perfect Lutheran language, a God who is with, in, and under all things, who fills, accompanies, and upholds all trees, dogs, mountain ranges, slugs, and people. During this time when we've been physically separated from one another, from our singing, our hugs, our bread and wine, our community in communion, I've tried to see God in those things that I can access in the purring of my cats, in the growing flowers and the bees that follow them, in the thunderstorms, in the spiders hiding in my bathroom, and the cicadas screaming throughout the city. In return, they have drawn me back to my books, book after book after Amazon delivery to learn more, to re-enchant the world around me, and then hopefully to turn it into compassion for the earth, its creatures, and the suffering that prejudice greed, and ignorance produce. I once read that the best person to take on a hike is not a tour guide or a scientist, but a child. A child's sense of wonder, curiosity, and questioning just might be the imaginative spark to reboot our quarantine faith, regardless of whether we have children or not. As these summer days get shorter and we find ourselves with more questions and few or no solutions. At least that's my hope, even as I hope that one day we can return to our sacred spaces to celebrate one another and the God who fills, accompanies, and upholds us. Thank you.
8: together in the Spirit's embrace, let us pray for the mending of God's world. Enliven your church with love for the world, from Africa and the Americas, Asia and Europe, make us one and faithful witness to your will. Lord in your mercy, hear our prayer. Renew the life of this earth, O oh God, even as it groans because of the misuse and decay. Cultivate in us eager longing for a healthy and life-giving earth. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Bridge the chasms that divide the nations, O God. Inspire a reconciling vision among the world's leaders and bring together people of differing commitments. For the sake of the world's most vulnerable people, Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Embrace those who suffer, O God. Give us peace to all who are near death. Hope to those who are depressed. Shelter to the homeless and healing to the sick, especially those we name in our hearts or by unmuting to en- and entering in the chat feature. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Embolden our witness to your love, O God. Send us out into the world with courageous hearts, persistence, and holy wisdom. Inspire us to tend to and delight in our children's faith. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We give thanks for the awesome places in our lives, the great gates of heaven, and for the saints who now worship in your eternal dwelling place, especially Blessed Mary and those we commemorate this week, Mary Magdalene, Brigida of Sweden, John Lewis, and James. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer.
0: Things and whatever else you see that we need, we entrust to your care through Christ our Lord. Amen. Praise and thanks to you, Holy God, for by your word you made all things. You spoke light into darkness, called forth beauty from chaos, and brought life into being. For your word of life, O oh God, we give you thanks and praise. By your word, you called your people Israel to tell you of your wonderful gifts freedom from captivity. Water for the desert journey, a pathway home from exile, wisdom for life with you. For your word of life, O God, we give you thanks and praise. Through Jesus, your word made flesh, you speak to us and call us to witness forgiveness through the cross, life to those entombed by death, the way of your self-giving love. For your word of life, O God, we give you thanks and praise. Send your spirit of truth, O God. Rekindle your gifts within us. Renew our faith. Increase our hope and deepen our love for the sake of a world in need. Faithful to your word, O God, draw near to all who call upon you. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit the honor and glory forever. Amen. And even though we are virtually gathered, I invite you in your space to embody an open posture with your hands in this bronze position as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught us. Yearning for the coming of the kingdom, let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May the blessing of the God of Abraham and Sarah, and of Jesus Christ, born of our sister Mary, And the Holy Spirit, who broods over the world as a mother over her children, be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.
8: As God's own, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, and patience, forgiving one another as the Lord has forgiven you, and crown all things with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Thanks be to God.
0: God. The peace of Christ be with you always.
8: And also with you.
0: Let us unmute and enter into gallery view to share the sign of peace with one another. That's peace, everyone.
3: Peace, I-
0: peace. I,
6: at peace, peace, peace. peace. Uh, peace everyone, I- Beast, so, A- peace, 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 peace,